0: don't understand her strategy of telling the story i don't get it because the typical fantasy reader wants to hear about the villain they want to find out about the doomed romance Mm -hmm. yes that's cliche yes that's a trope but ultimately that's what's interesting i don't care about the backstory of your grandma i don't care about that
1: But that's what people want. We want those tropes because that's what makes people like dive into a book because it's like, enemies to lovers, cool, I'm all for that. Or friends to lovers, or you know, doomed romance, like whatever, like those are the things that drive us to select the books that we do. Welcome to the novel universe with your hostesses Ashley and Dawn. We rate and review the newest and most buzzworthy books. We are true book club girls who don't always agree, but do enjoy a good book discussion. I'm Ashley, the fantasy architect. And I'm Dawn, the criticizer of books. Grab your favorite beverage and come and enjoy our universe.
0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Novel Universe with your hosts, Dawn and Ashley. And today we will be talking about, as a car goes by, The Last Graduate by Naomi Novik, which is book two in the Scholomance series. This is an early review. This book is not published until September 28th. Whoa. We are soups early. We got an early copy on Edelweiss and we thought you know not a lot of books are um released in the summer so we decided to do something a little early this time so if you have not read book one we will be spoiling stuff in book one we will have a spoiler free edition of this of this book however the spoiler free will be spoiling book one so if you haven't read book one i would recommend you hop out now and read that first and come back and read book two and then listen to our spoiler Part because there will be hella spoilers i, I love how all the traffic it's like hella traffic now there was no traffic before okay yeah. all right did i miss anything i don't think so i got everything all right let's get into the, 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 the. start that over let's get into the description of the last graduate okay In wisdom shelter that's the official what no let's skip all that okay Our beloved school does its best to devour all its students, but now that I've reached my senior year and have actually won myself a handful of allies, it suddenly developed a very particular craving for me. And even if I somehow make it through the endless waves of Maleficeria that it keeps throwing at me in between grueling homework assignments, I haven't any idea of how my allies and I are going to make it through the graduation hall alive. Unless, of course, I finally accept my foretold destiny of dark sorcery and destruction that would certainly let me sail straight out of here the course of wisdom surely good lord this description is a perfect example of how this book is written this is an interesting description I've never read something like this before I'm not hating it but I didn't like it in the book but anyway last sentence (laughs) but I'm not I'm not giving in not in the not to the malls not to the fate and especially not to the skull of man's i'm going to get myself and my friends out of this hideous place for good even if it's the last thing i do all right that was the description this
1: is so funny because that description is not mirrored in the goodreads
0: okay that. yeah i got that from amazon because goodreads wouldn't come up for me so
1: Oh, I'm curious. I just am like, oh that's a different way to go about it. I might have enjoyed this a little better, maybe. Uh oh. Alright. Is it time for rating time,
0: Don? It is time for a rating. Per usual, we will give our rating, we will do a spoiler free review, and then we will give spoilers. And so Ashley, what did you rate the last graduate? A one. A one. Don DNF'd at sixty <laughs> percent. I have never DNF'd a book for a podcast. Like, I'm like I usually just power through. It's usually fine. But last night I texted Ashley and was like, "And we never do this. We never talk about the book." But I was like, "I'm debating DNFing, and I'm not going to be that person that comes to the book club and hasn't read the book. I refuse to be that person." So I was like, "Ashley, I don't, I don't think I can make it do." And luckily, she wasn't happy with it either. So.
1: Well, and here's the (laughs) surprise, surprise, Ashley had her first moment of do I DNF a book for podcasting, which is something like Don and I have been doing this for over a year together and I don't, we've never had that problem. There's always been like one person that likes it just a little bit more, so we'll power through and like really dish it out on how we feel about this book, but it, oh my goodness, it, if it, this is not a consolation as to how we felt about this book like I'm highly disappointed in what I just read um and I finished the book and I am extremely disappointed in, in this series I was so excited for a new fantasy YA series that had all of these things going for it it had a lot of mirrors of like you know the enclaves with the immoral instruments, and um, having that Hogwartsy type feel, but not at the same time. Like it was just a whole new realm for us to kind of dive into and really see if this was like the next best thing. Because there's been a lot of people trying to reenter into that fantasy realm since the Hunger Games, you know, and Divergent, and. Mass's book and like all of these things that have kind of come out around like the same time there's always been this battle for like the next best one
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and unfortunately this was not it
0: no this is actually adult it's not ya yeah
1: see it but it it was saying it was ya though
0: i mean i could i could not give this book to a teen they would die of boredom there's just no way a, a teen would get through this book
1: Well, and that's why I was like, like, who would I recommend this
0: book to? No one. No. I would recommend this book to no one. Maybe I would recommend it it. Maybe I'd recommend it to fans of Naomi Novik because I've only read one other book by her, and it was really it was her first one, and I didn't like that one. So maybe she has a certain style people like, and I know a lot of people like her books, so maybe I'd recommend it to her fans. Which, I mean, why would you recommend this book? They're going to read it anyway.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. I just... Yeah, we can get into the things that we have to say about this book.
0: (laughs) I don't have much to say because, like I said, I only got through 60% and I was skip reading. I wanted to DNF at, like, 20%. That's where I was just like, yeah, this this isn't happening. So...
1: And I never... I always like stick it out because I'm like, okay, there has to be that that turn, right? That point that we're like, mm-hmm. okay, something has caught our eye. We're gonna just see how this goes, and that just did not happen. This book could have been shortened by the number of pages. Oh that everyone, yeah. If that's how you're gonna do this story. Take out 300 pages, please. Yep. And there you go. That's the story. Is right there. So. All right. Do you want me to start with things I did not like and you can just comment?
0: <laughs> well, I, I really only have one thing to say. Um, so I'll just get mine out of the way and then you could just talk the whole time. Cause I'm going to be like, I'm going to be learning with the rest of you because I didn't, I don't know what the heck happened in this book, but, um, <laughs> so what, like the first book I gave a three and a half, a three and a half and I was, uh, but it ended well. And the premise is good because we have it's something different. We have a girl who is an anti hero. She is prophesied to be a huge villain, but she's trying very hard. Well, and I don't know if she's trying hard not to. She's just trying to survive school. That's all she can focus on. She's not worried about anything else, which is admirable. However, we do see little instances of her personality a little prickly. We do see some stuff bubbling under the surface, which is really cool. And so that's why I liked, that's what I liked about the book is she's an anti-hero. She's prophecy to destroy everything. That's not quite what we see in the book. And so my problem with this book is that's what I'm interested in. I'm interested in her being an anti-hero and the end of book one, where she's supposed to stay away from Orion, who is her friend and almost her boyfriend. Like, he saved her life. She's like, he can't be bad. He's, you know, he saved us. He saved me and a lot of other people. That's the story I want to read. But that is not the story Naomi wanted to tell. She wanted to tell the story of the school. And while ordinarily I like world building, I don't like her writing style. So I did not like the execution of how she wrote this magic school. I think in the hands of like V.E. Schwab, who writes worlds really well, I think it would have I would have liked it. So in other words, me DNFing is a me problem. It's not the book's problem. You might love this book. I don't like the writing style and so it might just be me and maybe. Maybe Ashley too. I don't know. But about
1: Yeah, I mean I I have to agree. I think that Naomi has a very specific style of writing. Now the amount of info dumping that she does i see that you know coming out of of the gates as like okay she's telling me something on purpose yeah so therefore i need to really like soak everything in and you know something good will come out of it right like that was one of the things that we liked about this book the first book was that it had an immense world building. That was something to be applauded for because not a lot of people spend the time to talk about the world like that. Like that was her choice. However, the story lacks you know, its pace because of that choice. We lose interest in, I have to say, the school. We lose interest in the characters there's nothing driving us to continue to keep reading because the information that's given to us is so much of like the author just telling me things versus me figuring it out through the story. Okay. And because her choice is to just t- tell me all of this information, it's not helping me want to be immersed in the story because there's nothing left to find out it's all kind of told to you and that was one of my biggest problems with this book i'm the fantasy architect i love world building and i was having such a hard time because you're giving me information about an enclave which is what everyone wants to be a part of because you get like a big family unit, if you will, support system, access to mana, which is like your power that you get given through hardships and working and like all the stuff like that and the, you know, bad demon males that you kill and whatnot. It's all something to work towards, but you're giving me information about backgrounds that doesn't, it doesn't even matter because I'm still stuck inside of this school. We're still stuck inside the school. We're not exiting out of the school. So all of this unnecessary information, and I'm gonna say it like that, does not help your story move along because I'm still stuck in one area. And I've been stuck in that same area since book one. We Mm. have not moved on. Yeah. And I was hoping in this book that we would have gotten to senior year and you would see what happened to them after The graduation right the big send off the big fight for your lives and that's not what happens i'm not gonna say anything else because it'll like spoil everything for you but it is a matter of like we're still just repeating book one so nothing's new to me anymore everything is like i've done this before okay
0: yeah like the bits that i read it seemed to be really repetitive like she would fight the malls Mm -hmm. then the freshmen and other people would be like oh my god you're amazing or oh my god you're scary and then it would just repeat over and over and it just seems like that was constantly happening Mm -hmm. i don't care and when you said that you know it was like 400 pages it's like i don't think naomi knows how to write a story succinctly She would drone on and on and on for pages about the same thing. She kept talking about this one enclave being destroyed and like three chapters later which is essentially 60 pages later we're still talking about it and we haven't given it. people. She's just like, no one knows why. Then stop talking about it. I don't care until you give me more information. It drove Mm -hmm. me nuts. I couldn't anymore.
1: Exactly. I mean, and to... To be fair, like she, the book does get to a point where all of a sudden it's like, okay, here we go. We finally have gained momentum. You're not just telling me information. I'm actually getting some dialogue here between the characters, which is my second dislike about this book. The lack of dialogue severely handicaps this story yeah. because you lose interest in the characters that you are supposed to feel strongly about. and because that doesn't happen, like it, 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 it stinks like really bad. The best part of this book is when Elle is talking to her friends and it's longer than a paragraph. The, the whole entire like dialogue between them, I think it's like two pages worth. And you're like, okay, finally, like, yes, I'm invested in what's happening here. And then it goes on to tell me about a painting um, that so and so painted and you know they gave this power blah 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 and then it goes on to oh now we're fighting nows again and now we're circling over here again and then we're going back to like it was just this cycle of information yeah Um. let's see the next thing that I really really like had a problem with is that the cliffhanger that we are given at the end of book one is not answered at all. It is not answered, and I had such a big problem with that because that's the whole reason why. Like, that's one of the reasons why we were driving into yeah. book two is like Sh- Novik does a really good job of setting up a cliffhanger, and you're like, okay, like I need to know that bit of information. And when we find out what is supposedly the answer as to why she should do X, Y, and Z, it's like, that's it, that, that's it. I was, I was so unhappy with that answer because then I felt like it wasn't really like the answer that we were looking for because of the way Novick like set up, um, certain characters in the first book I don't feel like it stayed you know congruent with how they actually are as people
0: interesting well I guess I will find out what that was in the spoiler edition because I got to 60% and then I I did read the last page but anyway this is what I was saying that what I feel is important to the story Novak didn't think it was important the school mm-hmm. and the, the world building was more important than the actual story, the actual mm-hmm. plot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yep. Yeah. And another thing that I just, I really just had, had a big problem with is that um, there was nothing more about this prophecy about L. There was nothing more to that. Huge, huge character letdown. By the way, because don't set me up telling me one thing, and then all of a sudden this is how the story is going to get played out. This is too cookie cutter. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like what's happening at all. And I can get into that because it is a spoiler, so I can't really tell you like what happens. Um, and I just, <laughs> I. I felt like we were supposed to be invested in a lot of the characters that Elle starts to befriend in this book, which is so abnormal for the Skolomance universe that you're not supposed to have friends Mm -hmm. at all. You, you, you barter with magic, right? You barter magic to make sure someone saves your butt or helps you with an assignment or whatever. Like that's just how it is. And So we get introduced to all these other characters which are super feisty and very interesting. And I just feel like if if we would have had more dialogue between the main character and the secondary characters, this book would have thrived, thrived in so many ways, even though we were just in the school. We would have thrived way more if we would have had that and lastly the story was too slow for that ending I'm sorry it was way too slow for the ending that happened
0: so I will say one other thing that drove me bananas (laughs) Bananas. the the number of times she said the word mana I wanted to shoot myself in the face oh (laughs) my god my old kindle used to like if you tap on a word it would like tell you how many times this kindle didn't do it and i was pissed because i wanted to see just how many times she said the word mana but it had to have been like 500 easily 500 times
1: uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yep that's minor but it drove me nuts I, yes
1: and if i had to oh. hear my thing was hearing about backstories in enclaves, but guess what? We never get to see them. We never get to see them. It's BS. Like, I don't care about someone's grandmother doing this, this, and this. And then they, you know, that's what started this downward spiral in this enclave. who cares? No one's going there. We're, we're all staying inside the school. That's it, it's fine.
0: you know i this is not ashley's and i's first adult fantasy book i know I read a lot of ya but at first i was like okay well maybe this is typical adult no i have read some fantastic why or adult fantasy this is not typical i don't understand what Novik was trying to do here i don't understand her strategy of telling the story i don't get it because the typical fantasy reader wants to hear about the villain they want to find out about the doomed romance Mm -hmm. yes that's cliche yes that's a trope but ultimately that's what's interesting i don't care about the backstory of your grandma i don't care about that
1: but that's what people want. We want those tropes because that's yeah. what makes people like dive into a book because it's like enemies to lovers. Cool. I'm all for yeah. that. Or friends to lovers. Or, you know, doomed romance like whatever. Like those are the things that drive us to select the books that we do. I have nothing that I liked about this book because there was something that I was like hoping would be like a saving grace in this book. Mm-mm. I have nothing that I liked about it.
0: Well, you gave it a 1, so I don't want to
1: I'm that. never I'm never this harsh. I always find something that I liked about it.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm never this harsh.
0: I don't think you've ever given a 1.
1: I think no, cuz I gave so what we had originally deemed our worst book so far oh, was it. Lore by Alexander Bracken, and I think I even gave that book a 2 because I was still able to read through it and complete it and not like start to go, oh my goodness, I want a DNF like right now. Not good. Not
0: All good. right. All ready for spoilers? Please. All right. Well, that has been our review of our spoiler-free review of The Last Graduate by Naomi Novik. Our next podcast, we will be doing our mid-year freak out a little bit late are bad and uh so you can join us for the next podcast of our late mid-year freakout. if you're not going to be joining us for the spoiler edition if you are joining us for the spoiler edition spoilers begin in five four three two one and it's gonna be all ashley because i got nothing <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay so i want to start with like John and i had some predictions for this book in our last uh time that we talked about the the first one we had some predictions as to what we were hoping to happen okay and so one of them is l being this anti-hero right and just wanting to go through school and complete it and just to get out like she wanted to not be this bad maleficer but at the same time she's still being drawn towards if you will the dark side like she's still like is drawn towards this power using and she doesn't really know what's going on, which makes Elle a super duper likable anti villain. Like I really liked her as or this anti hero, excuse me and all of that and then this book, I don't care about her. She has lost so much of her oomph to keep going that it sucks because her way of switching her prophecy prediction, okay? You ready for this? Mm -hmm. She decides that she is going to put all of her power into helping everyone get out of the school.
0: But that's not the prophecy. The prophecy, she destroys all the enclaves. So what is that?
1: I'm sorry. That's what? Like, Okay, And this whole entire story, Elle is, has been offered multiple spots in different enclaves and especially New York, which is like the, one of the biggest enclaves. It's the enclave that Orien's from and a whole bunch of other people and they've offered her a spot um, because they started recognizing that the mouths were coming after Elle. Because the school apparently wanted L to save the students. Okay. Completely, like, not how we saw the school at first, right? The school is, is run without adults. Like, there's no adult teachers there. It is all just a matter of magic where you, you literally get assigned your work in a classroom, and that's it. Like, there's no adults within this building at all. Which is great you know and Elle gets taken down this stairwell because she feels that the school is trying to tell her something because she is now being targeted for all of these attacks and i'm like okay you're not the only like magic wielding student within this school there are other students in here as well who are not dumb mind you like they've been given all these spells that are passed down from, you know, their enclaves and grandparents and yada, yada, yada. So why are you special? What makes you so special that the school is going to single you out to do X, Y, and Z? So she gets sent down this like elevator, not elevator, but like back entrance, which takes her to the graduation hall, and she learns that the school's ultimate thing was to provide sanctuary to all magic healing students. It was supposed to be a safe place for them. Okay the school that we know is trying to kill you at every single turn. So what happened here? Okay so this, this is still in lieu of this whole prophecy thing because it doesn't make any sort of sense
0: I'm confused yeah go right? ahead
1: so she like I said goes down this shaft she figures out that because they did the cleansing they killed off all the mouths Patience and Precious which were like the big, or sorry Patience and Fortitude which were these big mouths at the end that were like consuming all the other ones they're like ancient above all times type of thing do you remember them at the end of the last story and they were something to be feared right they're gone they're not down there there ain't nothing down there except these little baby larva things and she realizes that within the inscription over the doors that this place is supposed to be a place of solitude and safety for students who are wielding magic. And she realizes that there's cracks in it. That's how the male get into it. So then they don't know how to fix the door, yada, yada, yada. But at the same time, there's no mouse stopping them from getting out. She could have walked right out and been zipped back to wherever she came from in Wales. And it's like, well... How we got to that point made no sense.
0: So is that the end?
1: This is middle of the story. This is middle of the story. So she learns that they could have just waltzed right out this whole entire time. She could have waltzed right out and been fine. But she decides that she is going to listen to the school because the school showed her this on purpose to help her restore the balance we talked about in our previous episode of this book the first one that there's a consequence when you do something against magic there's always a consequence that that happens there's a cycle okay because they did that whole cleansing thing where they made sure that you know the males weren't like trying to kill everyone at all times well, the consequence was that there was no mouths for them to kill because they were all going to her. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's like, so what you did the last time when you did the cleansing or whatever to reestablish the door or the flute or whatever it was that held everything in the balance, well, now they threw everything off balance because now there was nothing for the mouths to eat there's nothing else coming in it's the dumbest thing i've ever heard so she decides that she is going to now save everyone not just the seniors but the juniors the sophomore and the freshman because now the school needs to be cleansed completely
0: I don't, okay I don't and get
1: somehow it. she is all powerful to do this because New York gives her an energy sharer, a mana sharer. So now she has endless amounts to work on her spells to protect everyone. Her and, and Orion. Well, because Orion was all pissy because, because there were no mouths for him to kill. Guess who's not storing up mana for the whole entire enclave? Orion isn't. Mm-hmm. Guess who was freeloading off of Orion the whole enclave was, because he was killing all the males. Every time you kill a male, you get a huge store of mana, and it goes back to the enclave. Okay, so that was our first thing. Little Missy was going to fight against her prophecy. Excuse me. And she doesn't get to do that, because she decides to save everybody. and manages to do so
0: yeah I don't I don't that doesn't make sense I don't understand that logic of all that you just said about because while I was reading this book I thought the mouths were trying to kill her because they knew that she would be the the end of the world so I thought okay well maybe they're just trying to kill her off but I guess No, they,
1: they were going towards someone who had like more of the, the magic to help <clears throat> reestablish everything. That's what they were telling us.
0: Okay, so I had a question. Okay. So this school has been around for a real a really long time. Has it always supposedly been a safe haven for students? It has and someone put the mouths in there?
1: No. It's not an definitely safe, like levy system apparently. With the doors. So every four years, it gets to a point where then it's all out of control. Where we see in the first book of there being mouths everywhere within the school, and you continuously having to watch your back and to check behind the seats, under your seat, like behind the doors, like outlets, vents, all that stuff like that. It's because there's a malfunction in it, because the amount of power that was put into the doors the enclaves still weren't putting in enough power to keep the school running as it was supposed to. Okay. And I might have missed a little bit of pieces and I am just saying that because I started skipping a little bit, like. Okay. Because it just, it was, it was so out of left field. And it was told to us that I was just like, are you serious right now? So then the whole rest of the book, since she finds that out is her trying to win over the other groups of people to tell them, stay with me and I will make sure you get out alive. But we all have to work together. She's not a likable character. She is completely like, like, as we heard in the first book, her friend told her that you're like when someone forgets your umbrella in the rain. That's what you're like. This is the character that we're supposed to be like, okay, she's going to save us all. No. (laughs) You know? So then you get Orion in there, because Orion, or Orion, however you want to say his name, Orion gets pissy because now there's not not enough mana for him to continue to slaughter things, right? We talked about in the first book that Orion has a hidden agenda. He has to. That's why we're being told to keep away from him. And we had said that we predicted that he was supposed to kill her. Of some or stop her in some way. That was our original prediction with this book, because why in the world would your mom say to you, "Keep away from Orion Lake," you know? And all the while we learn that Orion, um, Orion, Orion. I see. I I say his name so wrong all the time. That Orion has always had a um. An, an abnormal problem because he enjoys killing males. He enjoys it, it's like a sport to him. And he would go through the enclaves power within a matter of like minutes because he would use so much of it in order to kill these males. So he was not allowed to have an energy sharing bracelet because he pulls too much from the enclaves, but he can kill males and send the mana energy back up to their pool okay so all these all these other students from the new york you know enclave are freeloading off of orion
0: so what does that have to do with the end of book one
1: nothing nothing he was odd because he enjoys killing that's
0: it well maybe L is a Mal and he's going to enjoy killing her in the next book mm, there's I gotta be something know. to that
1: because at the end of this book she gets every single last one of these people out and Patience and Fortitude somehow from the depths of the school rise back up okay and they kill um, Patience kills Fortitude and um, Orion sees that giant mouse standing there as Ella's telling him, Come on, hustle your butt. Let's go. Let's go. We only get one shot at this to keep everyone safe. And he shoves her through the door. That's the end of the book. What door? Out of the
0: school. Oh, okay.
1: He shoves her out. And so I sat there and I went, oh no, homeboy didn't. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. He has such a like malicious like aura about him, where he was like, I'm going to go and take out this mouth. I'm feeling it, like high on endorphins type of feeling it. Because when they get to the graduation hall and they're playing the little flute thing to help this magic thing seal over, you know, other mouths are trickling in and whatnot finally back into the school because it's been opened. So they're all waiting outside to get back in. <sighs> he's, like, he's like a kid in a candy store like just killing mouths. That's just the best way I can put it. And he goes, I love you so much. And he just shoves her through. So what do you think happened? What do you think happened? Um, you know <laughs> at the end of this book and we get all of this unnecessary information about the enclaves and backstories and the whole dang time we are spent in this school doing runs doing runs practicing our runs over and over again
0: with Practicing
1: a... the, do we sleep with them do we not because you know if you haven't done anything to protect against that you could walk out here with a baby and your partner won't make it out all over and over again
0: <laughs>
1: and their relationship is so out of nowhere that when they do consummate their relationship it's like are you serious it's just it, whatever I'm wow over it. I'm over it like I was like so disappointed like in what happened how are you gonna get every single student out how are you gonna do that this just, just magically oh and guess and guess which student can't do normal spells like sweep a floor Chloe oh, L L can't oh L can't do simple spells because she spends all her time in all these hard ones. And she doesn't even know how to be a normal wizard, if you will, with normal spells. Because she doesn't live with them.
0: Alrighty, then. So. Yeah.
1: First of all, why do we stay away from Orion Lake? Um, Maybe because you have the chance of getting pregnant. Okay. That's how I felt this was answered.
0: Oh, okay.
1: This is how I felt it was answered. Like, he has been seen as the oddball in his enclave because he enjoys the killing. He gets the rush, like the adrenaline rush from doing so. And doesn't care. Oh, he's a bad guy, ooh.
0: All right.
1: So, yeah worst book of the year worst worst book of the year and all i have to say
0: well ashley said it worst book of the year i dnf for the first time i've been doing this podcast for four years i've never dnf never so worst book of the year that speaks volumes um <laughs> all right are you you have anything else to no, I
1: feel sure. like I'm just going to continue to nail it in the coffin. I don't think there's
0: anything. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us for The Last Graduate by Naomi Novik. Neither one of us enjoyed it. We hope you enjoy it better than us. <laughs> Our next podcast will be the mid-year freak out that we're very late on. But that's cool. And until next time, we'll catch you in the next podcast. Bye.